Kavilak. Hola Madridistas, welcome back to another post-match episode of Let's Be Real podcast. Uh, it's it's kind of unconventional today. We decided to improvise. Uh, we are here doing this right on the watch-along. This watch-along also was impromptu. We didn't really plan it out. Um, it just happened because, you know, we found uh, a bit of time. Um, but yeah, we decided to keep this short. Initially, I didn't even want to do this. But, you know, the spirits are different. You know, the souls have lifted. Uh, we have two gotten... orders have been placed. <laughs> two orders have been placed. And uh, yeah, some juice is back into the system. So here we are. Doris looks like uh, she saw a ghost, but uh, don't mind her. You know, I she's always just... look like that. <laughs> I always look like that. Come on. <laughs> uh, her voice. No, it's not an insult. But something's up with her voice, right? Her, yeah. her sound. Is, is it fine? I feel like it's okay. I, I don't know. It's yeah, okay, right? It sounds okay. Some, it's been a long uh, like time there is some... okay, so it's like, I don't know her previous voice. <laughs> no, no, it's not about the voice. Some There's some reverb with the audio. Oh, That's oh, what I meant. My bad. Like, it, it was there at the beginning. Okay, now it's fine. I was fixing the... Maybe this one? Yeah, it's probably one? what she was doing, fixing stuff. Okay. Cool. I think now it's much more consistent. But yeah, um... Where should we begin? We are, we're going to keep this short. So uh, I'll, I'll start with you, Mo. First impressions? I think this was like the perfect welcome to Champions League moment for Union Berlin, you know? Mm. Getting, getting uh, how do I say it? Getting the Real Madrid treatment. The Real Madrid special. <laughs> that's, that's a bit harsh. But yeah, man, Doris. Um, yeah, it was a slow game, a pretty boring game, um, I would say, especially the the first half. Yeah. In the in the starting minutes, I mean, uh, Joselu had a, a really good ch- chance, and uh, it, obviously it wasn't a goal. Uh, and that was, you know, disappointment after disappointment. This game, basically, coming so close uh, and not scoring, and you know, taking. Bellingham to score in the 93rd, 94th minute, uh, you know, it says something about us. And it was only on Berlin, like, it's, uh, it shouldn't be that tough, you know, uh, or this tough, I'm, I wanted to say. But uh, mostly a boring game, uh, which it shouldn't be. It, it is a Champions League game and, you know, we always try to play our best. And if this was our best, it's concerning. <laughs> but we'll get to that. Fair, fair. Early days, early days. I mean, Doris, you know, you yeah, have to get used to this. Definitely. You have to get used to this, you know. Uh, but Jacob, how is how has it been? Yeah, man. Like coming into this match, I was really nervous. Like uh, these guys could pull out mm-hmm. a sheriff, but then they mm-hmm. it was a game of two halves in the end. The first half, we basically dozed off on live stream, and second half, it was much more fun. Especially, I mean, we had more as well keeping us company <laughs> but yeah mm. I, I really enjoyed the second half uh, it had some really great moments and you know classic game of the game. finally got the job done doris mute yourself yeah when you're when you're doing stuff because it's like a yeah it's like right right but it's fine it's fine it's fine um yeah 100 jacob i agree with you because coming into this game i was thinking you know like um when especially when we face an opponent that is relatively unknown in in the european scene we kind of have bad things happening you know all over the place and 
Um, I had some weird PTSD moments, especially towards the end of the first half, where you know they looked like they might do something. But did we really get tested by Union, even at you know even for like a good phase of like five minutes? I don't think so. So is it is it credit to us or is it just you know them sticking to their roots and you know hoping for the best to take a point and go back home? Um, they were diabolical for large parts, but I don't know. Stepping up the tempo in the second half, uh, slight tweaks like what Mo mentioned regarding Jude uh, dropping a bit deeper helped, I guess. Mo, uh, you know, break it down for us, man. Like, how did that kind of you know um, help us in the I, second half? I think you said something that was uh, pretty interesting. You said that you had like flashbacks from last season, right? Uh, yeah, and I think whenever like. Uh, Jacob also referenced this. Like whenever we're playing somebody who's new at the European scene, uh, we seem mm-hmm. to be having a tr- problem. I think mm-hmm. there is a common thread in all those games: the fact that those teams decided that they're going to sit deep and you know attack in the transition. And I yeah. think coming into this game, like uh, people who have w- been watching Union, they said that this is how Union plays. Uh, for us, we, we aren't familiar with the game, so but we had heard about it. You know, they're kind of like Atleti sitting deep, like the old Atleti. So. I was sort of expecting this, and I think we have to give Union credit. Like we can criticize Real Madrid, but I think we also have to give them credit for you know playing the uh, defensive game pretty nicely because they essentially relegated us to pinging and crossing everything. It was like us playing. You know, uh, Jacob referenced it. Like you know, we play this game against La Liga bottom tier sides. You know, uh, maybe somebody like Cadiz. So I, I guess it was that sort of a game, but. We had a lot of chances, like Doris said. Uh, Jose Lu probably should have scored like a couple. So we didn't manage to convert them. And, I, and as you said, second half, we had a, we played much better. We had the intensity, but luck wasn't with us. And the goalkeeper, like the, he completely reached a different level, I guess. Or maybe he got lucky. I don't know. We were finishing on our parts as well. Uh, but in the end, you know, what it's all's well that ends well. Uh, Jude gets the goal. Uh, Union Berlin realized what it's like playing against Real Madrid in the Champions League. And we all go home happy. Hundred uh, percent. I mean, the goalkeeper. You know, you you can claim it as being lucky, or maybe he gets the superpowers, man. When whenever you know, a, a goalkeeper of an underdog, you know, uh, when they face us, they they get some special traits. Fortunately for them, unfortunately for us, you know, it, it, they somehow finds their uh, inner, you know, kameni for people who are, you know. Uh, old enough, um, have have seen us enough, you know. Like some keepers, you know, they just get the knack on on a particular night. But Doris, man, um, Luka Modric, like he had a couple of very good, you know, shots that were, that, that was actually you know uh, tipped over the bar and and stuff by uh, by Union's keeper. Um, we were having this kind of discussion, me and Jacob, you know, like uh, we were both of the um, impression that Modric wasn't nearly at his best but then Mo came on and he was of the opinion that he was the only guy who was kind of making things stick um you know getting into half spaces and uh kind of you know like finding some some neat intricate uh plays out of nowhere did you feel the same um do you think that Modric is gonna you know slowly come back to his best um well you know for Croatia Recently, he played well, um, you know, and it's usually it, it it starts with our own media because every year 
every day almost we have in the news uh, when is Luca going to retire almost every day um, and uh, it starts here the rumors start here uh, obviously the Spanish journalists are gonna follow you know every like uh, what media what other media says about their own players you know uh, so they can write their own and uh, a lot of that has happened before and uh, it always comes you know when he plays for us you know and uh, uh, the media always does you know what they do and uh, I completely agree with Mo. Uh, Modric was really good in the uh, in this game and um, I hope to see more of him because I don't think that uh, he deserves, you know, uh, to get less minutes, you know, or something like that because uh, he was obviously our right spot and even when, you know, he doesn't play well, he's still, you know, always one of the best players on the pitch. And, uh, you know, this game proved it. Uh, unfortunately, we didn't score from those, you know, things, but uh, I think... He was really good this game. <clears throat> um, Jacob, like, did, did your impression change of Modric in the second half? Did, did you feel like he grew into the game better? Yeah, man, I feel like the whole team improved. Uh, I think if Team Mohammadi is in the chat, he says, second half FC. That's what happens with us right now. Like, that's how we play. The whole team improved. Modric was really good. He was pinging passes around for fun. So was the whole team. And the changes really helped as well later on in the half. So... I mean, the my whole outlook would have turned out different if he hadn't managed to score. But we did score in the end. And I feel like all, all of those moments where Modric and Co. helped get those passes into the box, even all of those wasted crosses, finally got the job done. Mm. More quickly, um, do, do you think the, the change in tempo kind of benefited us? Like, yes, it was... Uh, we did create a few chances, but... Um, Apart from, you know, like like we mentioned earlier, crosses into the box, we weren't really doing much. When you saw that, despite playing some very good football, we couldn't, you know, uh, put the ball in the back of the net, which is the most important thing. Like, did you have the feeling this wouldn't be exactly a night? I mean, we, we talked about it, right? I think it was in the 86th minute when they had a, uh, a free kick in our half and we were talking about it and you said, don't jinx us. So I guess that sort of like sums up everything. <laughs> we all we all were afraid that you know uh, Union were going to steal this one. I I definitely think the increased urgency helped because you know it's always better when you're passing the ball faster, getting rid of the ball from the feet. Like you know you don't really want to hold on because you give the opponent time to you know, close down and increase pressure on you. So it definitely helped. I guess we were unlucky. You know if, if we were discussing what Ancelotti would say if uh, this game was a draw, or we had lost. You would have said that you know we got unlucky. The ball didn't want to go in and all those things. So. I, I although like we at some point we feel like these are all stereotypes, but uh, you know these stereotypes come from a truth, a grain of truth. Bramadur did create a lot of chances, and you know we were unlucky that we weren't able to put it. Maybe there's a lack of quality up front with Hossel, who is probably not on the level of Benzema. But then you also have to give credit to him because the last two games he's scored two goals. So it was just it, it, it like it it was what it was. And you know, all's well that ends well. Like I said, Jude scored, and you know, we all go home happy. 
hundred percent, man. Lee, uh, the step up from Hosilu was was very interesting as well. Like, um, like last game, you were mentioning that you know his positioning was off. He didn't really have a good overall game. But today, I think positionally, like you can't expect Hosilu. Like we were having this conversation, right? Like um, when we expect him to be in a in a much better you know position, especially body shape and all that. Like um, he just doesn't work exactly in 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 tandem with our you know uh, the rest of the team basically but um at least you know the chances that were you know asked of him he gave him uh, gave it a good account of himself at least you know in, in this match he um, got on the end of a few good crosses um we all thought you know like he should have you know buried at least one of them you know uh, wasn't meant to be but it is what it is but this this comment actually here from ricardo um uh, is pretty interesting he mentions you know even after the first half carlos should have taken off chomeni and modrish but uh no he continues to repeat the same first half performance jacob like like we mentioned it uh between ourselves you know the midfield was was kind of missing something like do you think that uh you know pulling off chomeni and modrish earlier would have helped I don't think so. I mean, at that point, we had already found out what we already pinned them back. They didn't have a snip yeah. chance and we kept them all moving faster mm. in the second half. I guess it's just it just comes down to the fact that we are second half FC. We suddenly get the urgency and we suddenly somehow figure out how to play football again. And that mm. is what happened. And I feel like even if uh, Chaumini and Modric had stayed on a bit more, we still would have created more chances. So if I can just say this, I think a lot of people, uh, they wanted Cruz and like you know, a cruise and like who are, uh, other Fede. midfielders to come Fede. on, huh? Fede. Yeah, not exactly Fede, but like Cruz and everybody to come on. The idea was like we weren't creating those passes centrally. I think mm-hmm. the issue was like the way Union played; it was really difficult to do that. And I think the reason why we were crossing a lot more was because they were they were of, they were basically pushing yeah. us out wide, right? Yeah, yeah. The, the defending centrally was pretty good. So I I think at some point you have to give credit where it's due. You know, you have to give credit to Union for If that. I'm not mistaken, Bonucci didn't play a single minute. He was bought in emergency, you know, emergency starter for us tonight. So he yeah. did a job. Yeah, I, I think he this was his first game for Union and, you know, he played 18 minutes. I don't know how fit he was, but, you know, he did well. He, he, the whole he did well, yeah. And there was one of the comments they mentioned, you know, uh, subbing him off might have been the game changer, but I don't know. Uh, we'll get to this, uh, you know, special guy who somehow manages to, you know, find find a way. Um, yeah. And I think just just to add one small thing is like we brought yeah. Cruz, and I, I don't think the game changed much because no, because that's the credit to you know you have to give credit to Union. I yeah, hundred percent. Say when we brought on like a, a Cruz, the game mm. changed, but like mm. this time it didn't. So. There was a difference in quality over here. again. Set up if you remember, like there was just uh, that obvious space on, on the left, left out by I think it was Carlos Elena mm-hmm. or some, someone. Uh, but Union were much more compact and disciplined, uh, than Hetafe. I feel like, um, maybe that might have you know, um, not made a difference with, with the cruise thing, but in general, um, even though we did create a few chances, um. It looked very sterile. Doris, how can you explain that? Even when you create chances, you feel like we're not doing much. Like, how do you put that feeling into words? You're on mute, Doris. Okay. You, you just did, uh, but uh, <laughs> well, 
what I, I don't know i mean we we hit the post so many times and uh, i think the feeling comes you know as you said you know from creating chances and just not scoring goals i would say our performance was more unlucky you know and and at the same time union did really well in the defense like uh, as Hoke said uh, you have to give credit where credit is due you know and uh, union, union i would say did really 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 well uh, in the defense in the offense there was a problem for for them not so much for us which is a good thing to to see but but there was a problem for union that not for us you know and mm. uh, and uh, for our attack as you asked you know uh, if we didn't create chances and especially chances that were so close then i would say you know that was really bad and i would be concerned you know but we were close many times and uh, these are the the goals that we missed are like normal goals that we score anyway just we it's just that we score them and we will be happy if, if it was an inch you know to the left or to, to the right so it's a difficult thing to talk about when a lot of those things you know have elements of luck in them mm. and i just think that tonight's game was a bit unlucky but lucky in the right Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, Taas Saliba was mentioning, you know, I just saw someone who watches Bundesliga. Uh, he said that Union Berlin is a very good uh, defensively organized team. Yeah, they, they are known for their... Uh, they have no... They, they, they are known for their, you know, uh, defensive stability, you know, like their uh, willingness to, you know, collectively uh, work towards a cause and, uh, yeah, see through, man. It's, it's, it's not... It's not easy um, when you're not being financed by someone like Red Bull. You know, uh, Union Berlin has done it the right way. Some some might say, you know, the 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 best way uh, to actually you know climb the ranks over the years and uh, you know get to the pinnacle of um, European football. So yeah, credit to them. Um, but Jacob, like some of our good performances were from unexpected places tonight. Um, Lucas Vasquez, yeah, people can blame him all they want, but in my humble opinion, he did what he was bought on for. He always does, man. Lucas Vasquez always gives you a seven or eight out of ten every time he comes on. Maybe, uh, maybe he's sometimes frustrating to watch uh, when he does those stepovers, <laughs> uh, but then he did the job tonight. He put in all of the crosses that he could. Uh, he kept the line wide. He was always available as an option. The only like funny moment, I guess, in the match was when he actually blocked the shot from one of our own players. And... It, it hit his groin. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> yeah, a painful one for him. But in the end, you know, one of our best players out there. He's, he never fails to like give out a less than a 7 out of 10. Mm. Yeah. 100%. Um, I'm, I'm super impressed with uh, Vasquez's ability. You know, like every single year, uh, despite being hardly match up you know he comes on he does a job um Tasaliba says does rodrigo really score those chances i feel like he misses more than he scores that's the feeling i get as well man sometimes yes he gets those chances remember when we thought I'm, that rodrigo is the more clinical than Vinny? Uh, yeah that's a fair point 
But I like to just say that everybody misses more than they score. Nobody is some nobody's there's no striker in the world who's like had a better conversion rate than fifty percent. So no, but hundred percent. It's like not just It'll... conversion rate, man. It's like every ten chances he gets, maybe a goal you can expect from him. Yeah, you know, off, off, that's what I'm saying. Off late, yeah, definitely, you guys have a point, you know, because Rodrigo has been a bit. Uh, but Mo, can we can we look at it uh, uh, like this? So, uh, like you said, the reason why we feel like you know he has been missing so many chances as of late is because, in in contrast to you know the previous years, might be the might be because it's purely Rodrigo who's making those incisive runs, who's getting on the end of things. Yeah, like I mean, what. Vini and Benzema and all all of us and all of them, you know, used to do on a consistent basis. Yeah, I, I think def- that's definitely the the right way to look at it because even last season, although even last season he was having some issues with his finishing, I yeah. think uh, this season it's definitely been that whenever he's been in a position to score, he's been like he's been always been surrounded by defenders, you know, two or three players. Even if today, if you look at it, uh, a lot of players were around him. So I sort of understand, but you know, I, I guess we have a lot more. Expectations from hundred percent. That's why I feel so indifferent. Like I can't believe that I am. I'm feeling this way about Rodrigo, because for me, he's he's the guy. You know, Jude came into existence only two months ago, right? Rodrigo has been you know my poster boy for over two years, and you know, two years ago I expected him to rise up and and you know properly you know like Farouk and Mo and so many. Others, you know, who I've talked to, they used to mention it that uh, there there is a big if, you know, because because Rodrigo is, wasn't the finished product, but it is getting close to that 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 phase in his career where he should look somewhat like the finished guy, and like I'm I'm yet to see that uh, concrete evidence, you know. I really want to see it this I season. Think- I think we have to wait and see how this season develops. The lack of a striker mm-hmm. is definitely hurting him. Hundred percent. Yeah, I think we were talking about this as well, like uh, during the watch along, mm-hmm. when uh, Jose Luis is playing. Jose Luis, like he stays in the box, like that's his yeah. role. So you expect him to do that. And yeah. Rodrigo often had to drop deep to get the balls. When he has to drag the ball up, you know, he's not somebody like you don't really expect anybody to do that to dribble across the whole team and score a goal. So somebody has to associate with him. Somebody has to link up with him. And Benzema used to do that a lot. So, you know, uh, I, I hope it gets better. But I don't really know from where it gets better. Maybe Jude is somebody who, you know, drifts into half spaces, uh, tries to do the link up when Vinicius is back and everything. So let's see how the season goes. But yeah, you guys definitely have a point when you say that, you know, Rodrigo definitely has to step up because there's going to be another player who will be going to sign next summer. I mean, it's expected that we're going to sign another <laughs> next summer. So... Rodrigo might be the one on the chopping block if things don't work out. I really hope that's not the case. Farouk was on it, and I was immediately, you know, the first one to shut it down. No, like I mean, I'm not gonna. <laughs> I wouldn't want it either. But yeah. you have to look at it this way, you know. Somebody has to go balance the books. Mm. And that—that's oh my god! Like I, I won't be able to take it hundred uh, percent. It'll be another Di Maria. It'll be another Ozil. It'll be another champion. So I think you know, Rodrigo has. In mm. Okay, relax. Yeah, <laughs> we we can't entertain those kind of you know uh, discussions. Honestly, I Jacob. For, for its what it's worth, I hope he stays at Madrid. You know, because yeah. he's a big Madrid fan, and I want to see him succeed here. Hundred percent, and he is also a big game player. Like the amount of big game moments he has had. Like he has a knack for you know really uh, turning up in some situations that we you know cry out 
uh, when we cry out for a savior. But um, yeah, Horselu, right? Another big talking point. Um, we did mention that you know he was a bit more, uh, you know, uh, much more evident this game than than uh, in, 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 like against Sociedad. Um, Doris, like your expectations of Horselu, has it gone up? Right now, from from where it you know started off in the season, do do you think that he can be that that guy who's gonna you know get us over the line um, in in games that we you know uh, really cry out for a goal or a guy to you know put the ball at the back of the net? Uh, actually, yeah, actually, yeah. But there are other aspects of of our team that concern me. You know, just for the moment at least, uh, especially not having Vinicius there, because this isn't, you know, something that we're going to play all season, this uh, formation, you know, uh, not using Rodrigo uh, would be stupid, but you have to play Vinicius, you know, and uh, is Jose going to be, you know, up, up top is the question there, you know, and uh, Regarding him, I I think you know that it that it is better if you know he plays for us uh, every game, you know, because uh, at the moment we don't have a Benzema that is gonna you know uh, play the little I don't want to say tiki taka with Vinicius, but one twos, you know, just those quick uh, you know passes and uh, un- unfortunately Joselu doesn't get involved that much. And it's not that he doesn't have the ability to. It's just I don't know. I I feel like he doesn't want to put his himself in that position too much, you know. And uh, for the crosses, that is at least something that we can finally count on him, you know. And he's done really well. It, it, it was just unlucky, you know, that he didn't score. But uh, he is getting himself in good positions. He's not doing what Benzema. Was doing, and I think it's taken more time for Rodrigo and Vinicius to, you know, adjust to that than, than it is necessarily for him to adjust to them. You know, he's doing his job as a striker, you know, as a more traditional one, I guess, than what Benzema does. Uh, and uh, yeah, for Vinicius and Rodrigo, they're just not doing for you know, what they've been doing for years and they're the young ones, you know, they they are the ones that get co- confused uh, more than the, uh, you know, more experienced players, I would guess. And yeah, we are playing totally different football at the moment, you know, and especially with having Bellingham there, you know, it, it is strange for our team and there are young players, they're just not used to it. I, I don't think that he is the problem there because he's doing in my opinion uh, a decent job maybe not a superstar but he's doing a decent job you cannot come on right yeah yeah 100 um you cannot criticize him you know that yeah it's not his fault even if you know it was shit, yeah but... he's he's basically our only option you know um yeah. like i i don't know why um you know, like people leak stuff out or, you know, was it Relevo? Um, I, I'm not sure more, but I saw this tweet, you know, the other day where they were saying, um, 
starting you know rodrigo and hoselu uh, wasn't exactly weren't exactly going to look great but uh, you know carlo didn't have an option this was the best option to go with like putting stuff out there you know like that doesn't really help even hoselu's confidence as well right like i, I mean it's, so, it's so, just so all that stuff is probably made up so i don't really know. yeah true 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 but it's been made up by people who really wants to you know make some money off you know a couple of clicks but seeing stuff like that like even with the doubts surrounding him like it doesn't help him doesn't I help his cause today there was a article on i think dario asked mm-hmm. us like that uh, they said that you are many isn't an 80 million player i mean you don't really need to put out those articles but then you understand why they're doing it because you know yeah. talking about madrid sells talking negativity sells more than talking positivity i mean there's a 100%. reason why there are more articles about barcelona than there are about real madrid so yeah i mean it is what it is um when you start, uh, to your point about Joselu and Rodrigo not being ideal i think today Joselu was sort of helped by the fact that um, you know we played it against a team where we needed a striker who was going to be a reference yeah. i don't know how this works when you play against like top teams you know top teams like yeah. city or barcelona uh, when we we need a striker who he won't get a sniff up. he won't get a sniff cuz you know we can't set in crosses all the time against so, yeah, proper it, teams it, in in that scenario it makes sense you know where we say that Jose Luis Rodrigo is probably not the best option to mm. start especially when you also have Bellingham and everybody yeah. so but yeah. we'll see how the season goes you know we came into the season uh, with low hopes because of this particular reason we don't really have a nine mm. right well i guess we should slowly wrap this up this was supposed to be 15 minutes but we we all know how how that goes uh, a few comments before we you know uh, kind of you know uh say adios uh, ricardo was mentioning uh, yadu was in the chat big up yadu um he was saying this was expected if you have seen union play the defensive blocks from them combined with our lack of creativity meant that goals only come when either team is having a shut eye yeah basically sleeping um i guess that he that he that he um, insinuates 100% that's what happened for the goal oh we didn't speak about bellingham the guy who who scored the goal right we didn't speak about him um well for me i'll 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 for uh, one say that this guy has some sort of juju you know like i mentioned in the, in the watch along um we always credited to his positional awareness and you know his ability to find space like that one person on the fan camp who was saying the other day in madrid who was mentioning that um he doesn't really try to find space he just naturally wanders into them like it 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 can't be happenstance it can't be fortunate every single time but tonight's goal i definitely felt like there was some fortune you know regarding it but surely this has this has to stop somewhere right this has to stop somewhere right jacob like we can't expect him to score like 30 goals now you know it was yeah. 20 couple of weeks back <laughs> okay so your expectations of goals went up i mean i can under, kind of understand that uh, i'm from what i see from bellingham you know right now the fact is that he is able to get on the end of one or two of these chances every single game it's it's a not known if he can actually finish those chances but if he keeps doing this i feel like he can get to maybe 15 goals a season at least with just the yeah. ability to like you know get on the end of these chances but as far as mm-hmm. the finishing goes um, he might go on cold and hot streaks but he's always going to get uh, a few chances here and there 
Anything to add more, Doris, Jude Bellingham, especially Doris. I haven't heard about uh, Jude Bellingham from Doris at all. Uh, what a starter, uh, you know, his season, uh, six goals in six games. That's, you know, uh, I think no one expected that. Uh, I People had, you know, high hopes of him. And I think he, you know, exceeded expectations uh, and already you know being so crucial to our to our team i see him starting every single game this season that he's healthy you know uh, in any yeah. way or version um and obviously that says a lot about the player you know he's 20 years old and being this cru crucial to madrid of all clubs you know incredible talent and uh yeah i i hope that you know this trick goes on it's you know un unfortunate for him that he didn't score uh last time you know to 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 keep the tally going but at least it's you know six and six which uh not that much at least, you know, his, uh, yeah yeah i mean we're six, and six, six and seven six and seven six and seven we have only been no. right no, it's six, 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 six and seven, no? Five, five, oh, six and six. So, wait, 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 wait. So, he scored the brace, right? Yeah, yeah that, that's that, that's why, uh, you know, I get confused. Fair, fair, fair. Six and six. That's mad yeah. stuff, man. So, uh, the fact that he has six and six, I hope, you know, we play 64 games and he goes 64 and 64. Oh, wow. So, uh, <laughs> that was right? you just snuck it in I think mean, 64 games would mean we uh, probably you know play every competition to the fullest. So. Yep, yep. So, uh, <laughs> I, I mean, uh, Jacob made a pretty good point about the fact that he he has this ability to knack, you know, to be in a position to do these uh, you know miraculous things. Yeah. So uh, I I think that's a great quality to have, and I hope he keeps doing those things. You know. I'll be, uh, I'll be, uh, I'll be honest. Like I'm a bit critical about how he plays in the build-up phases sometimes, but you can, you can't really, you know, doubt how good he is, his qualities on the ball, how good he is technically. You know, that's for everybody to see. If you are trying to deny that, you're probably blind. But uh, this guy is brilliant. There are some aspects of his game I definitely hope, you know, he improves a bit, especially his link-up because the, right now he's playing as our false nines of sorts. So yeah. I hope that improves and probably brings the best out of our fingers in Vinicius and, you know, uh, Rodrigo. But overall, I've been pretty satisfied. You know, you can't complain with what Jude has done this season. 100%. Um, right, people, we're going to slowly wrap this up. Um, big up every single one of in the chat, one of you in the chat, uh, ZMap. Um, I couldn't watch the game, but thanks for the watch along. Yeah, big up yourselves, man. Uh, we have been trying to do this for a while. Uh, to make this consistent. We'll be hoping to do this uh, more often, especially for the big games. Um, most of us doesn't have the time to actually, you know, devote to like a four-hour, you know, uh, pitch um, every every midweek, but we'll try our best to, you know, uh, keep this going. But yeah, big up Tasaliba, Ricardo, Ashik, um, you know, Zimap, all of you guys. Hassan, yeah, from the very beginning, he was here. Um, don't forget to smash the like on your way out. Uh, if you're new, don't forget to subscribe to the channel. Also, check us out on audio platforms as well. We are available everywhere. Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, um, Spotify, all of that. Um, must love. 
you know thanks for you know always uh showing love whenever you know we put out new stuff um also massive thanks for everyone who reached out uh, uh after you know a couple of the fan cams uh last week you know commenting on uh the upgrade in 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 depth and and perception because uh, a few people were uh, really you know pointing it out that it was a bit too short a bit too shallow the first match day but yeah we are definitely you know taking feedback and uh, doing what we can to improve uh, what we put out but yeah again guys it's a humble effort we we are not professionals we are fans just like you you know we just do this because we love the club and uh, yeah we just feel um much more you know um entangled with with uh, with you know our club away from home um doing this probably uh but yeah big up mo big up jacob big up doris as well uh you know um for for actually making this um big up sunil and you know yeah, for hosting <laughs> <laughs> i mean right okay thank you so much um i don't i don't need any appreciation you know but uh um i'll take it with with both arms but yeah people uh, watch out for the uh, preview as well lw preview we'll be having an athletic fan as well we have something uh, in the pipeline with uh, with our rival rivals as well uh, you know we're going to be doing something uh, with a few barca fans and athletic fans as well so it's going to be a bit more interesting uh, probably like a big three show in the future uh, that's what i have in my mind uh, let's see how it goes um fingers crossed uh watch out for the fan camps as well it's coming out um asap um probably in the next three or four hours so uh keep showing it some love so see you on the uh el derby preview hopefully thursday until then um hala madrid hala madrid, hala madrid. <clears throat>